Episode 241 of the Loader Couch. A new yet same PS5 controller shown. Hype talk or cover your ass language from Xbox execs about Scarlet 3DS coming to Switch? But how? Anthem 2.0, another cloud gaming service, and Link and Overwatch 2. Diary in question. And beer. <laughs> Which plant seed should this bullet poop? Ferns. Ferns. The manhood flying out of my mouth. (laughs) Reach in at your own risk. This This is The Loaded Couch. And we're back with episode 241 of The Loaded Couch. I'm the man who thinks American cheese should be called socialist or Bernie cheese. Scotch hound. (laughs) Can I get a pound of Bernie cheese? (laughs) I mean... I think you should do that. It tastes like Bernie. Mm, feel the boing. That's right. <laughs> and I'm joined by. But like, cool, too busy. <laughs> All right. Right into our beer mash. Well, actually, before we do, hey, listeners, I'm going to continue to do this until you guys tell me to shut the hell up because you are actually listening and giving us feedback. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Come back weekly to listen to us. Uh, and hopefully you guys are up to date with our podcasts um we are having a little one little bit of hang up yet with our rss feed hopefully we can get this itunes situation figured out and be done with everybody um but yeah thank you guys so much for coming back week after week and listening to us we really do appreciate it if you get a chance and you haven't yet if you're a new listener uh go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you in like or are enjoying what you're listening to and uh it really does help us uh you know get a chance to you know Find more, find more listeners and kind of reach out to the public. So that'd be great. And uh, thank you guys for coming back every week. We do appreciate it so much. Thank All right, you. right into the beer mash. Pidge, what are you drinking? Go. Brewergy Van Breckenridge Brewery. Nope. Breckenridge Brewery, not Brewergy Van Steenberg. Although I do have to get some more. They're so good. Uh, Breckenridge Brewery, Christmas sale, winter warmer, Littleton, Colorado, dark amber color, 7.1% alcohol. Mmm. Got me beat. All right, I'm having the Duncan. It's a Harbor Harpoon Brewery. It's a coffee porter. It's like maybe it's called the Duncan Coffee Porter. I don't know, uh, yes. but it's a coffee porter. Probably. It's a Boston Mass or Windsor, Vermont. I think it says yes. Um, and it's in a brown bottle, and it's six point zero percent alcohol. I had this uh, a while ago. Kind of enjoyed it. It was pretty good. Yeah, I just had my first sip, and it's um, it's definitely portery, where it's got like that mm-hmm. really darky flavor, like you always like to say. Isn't it sweeter too? Uh, yeah, there is a little sweetness to it, but it has that coffee bite of the uh, the burn. Yeah. Oh, it's burnt coffee from Duncan Gross. Yeah. Hmm, good. <laughs> All right, right into beer news. That's definitely not good enough for the King's Gambit. Fusion Projects officially rolled out its first four local branded hard seltzer after going viral on social media over the summer. Four loco hard seltzer first flavor, black cherry, checks in at a whopping 12% alcohol by volume and is sold in a 23.5 ounce single serve can. And it sells for 75 cents. Yeah, probably. Uh, more flavors will launch next spring, a spokesman said. Uh, Fusion Projects touted the product wait, as... Wait, wait. Spokeswoman. Oh, sorry. Spokeswoman. Jeez, yeah, what a pig. Uh, <laughs> Fusion Projects touted the prod, uh, product as, quote, the hardest hard seltzer in the universe, end quote. Son. 
<laughs> you have to add a son in there. No. Yeah, end quote. Son. It's the hardest heart seltzer in the universe, son. Yeah. Makes me think of, uh, what is that, Will Smith in the um, Men in Black. The best, the best, the best, sir. <laughs> uh, four locos. I mean, they had that issue with the their originals, didn't they? Where it was the caffeine and the high alcohol malt liquor? Yeah, it was like banned everywhere. Right. But uh, so they're back on the hard, scene. Yeah, the hard seltzer movement's going strong, and the seltzer movement's what, going strong. Well, they hover around what five to seven percent, something yeah, like that. Typically, this this one's doubling that. So shit. this is like. Uh, your spike seltzer ice. Dude, and this is two beers in a single can, practically. Right. So you're getting crunk. But it's like the ice version of whatever beer. <laughs> Bud ice? <laughs> exactly. Natty ice. <laughs> All those good ices, beers. All right, moving on. Westmail Trappist Brewery in Belgium uh, was started by monks with all profits either being used to support the Abbey or going to charity. And the Abbey has been churning out highly regarded traditional Belgian brews since 1836. Now, have you had any of their beers before? Uh, yes, I have. They are good. Now, almost two centuries later, for the first time, apparently, you can wash your hair with it. Last Help week, his <laughs> back hair, you can. All right, last week, the sisters of the Abbey of Our Lady of Nazareth announced that they had teamed up with their monk brothers over at the nearby Abbey of Our Lady of the Holy Heart of Westmail to create what is being billed as, quote, the first hair care products made with a real Trappist beer, end quote. Uh, the new shampoo from their brand Trap is made with 10% Westmail Dubal beer. Oh, that Dubal's good. A uh, 330 milliliter bottle of Trappist Westmail Dubal shampoo will sell you or set you back. Sorry, um, about ten bucks. Hmm. I'm trying to wonder what is 333 milliliters. 338 milliliters. Is What's it that 30? like? Twenty ounces? Uh, sure. Looking at a uh, oh, well, eleven ounces. Oh, it was close. Eleven, a little over eleven ounces for ten bucks. That's quite expensive. Yeah. I wonder but, what it smells like. Do you think it just God. smells like the beer? If it does, I'm getting it. <laughs> yeah, smell I, might like try, I might look for it. It's got to be just through their e-commerce site uh, or something. Probably. You ain't going to like TJ Maxx or something. No. I'm getting it. No, maybe Marshall's. Mm. You know what? I was going to get this for Kelk, but he doesn't have hair. So. <laughs> he does. It's just everywhere but his head. Not enough. Not enough gorilla. for me to care. That's right. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, movie and TV time. Pidge, what'd you watch? I don't think I watched any movies. I did. I did all homework shit. My uh, wife's been going oh, yeah, crazy. For reminding me, I gotta remind. I gotta watch that dumb socialist movie. <laughs> um, but just TV, Jersey Shore, Family Vacation. Just my wife and I just like watching dumb shows like that. Live PD presents PD Cam. That's awesome. Just even though they're it's two 30 minute shows on Thursday. It's just this perspective of the cops, you know, body cam or dashboard or helicopter. Do they and it gets intense? Do they do a Christmas um live PD? PD? I don't know. I don't remember. I think they take off for like three weeks and no, I, get but I mean upset. they should do like an episode where it's like they, they follow the police around on Christmas. Yeah. What are you doing? Nothing. I fucking got drunk and lit my tree on fire. I'm off. 
Oh, you're talking about the cops or no? Yeah, the like, cops what? follow follow the cops around for their Christmas routes, whatever they're doing on Christmas. Oh, I thought like because they're off duty. No, they do on Christmas. Like <laughs> I'm just doing nothing, hanging out with my family. No, <laughs> poor <Jack>. man. <laughs> no, the cops are actually working on Christmas <laughs> night. <laughs> See some of the way. stupid idiots completely drunk off their gourd driving home or whatever after with presents all in the car and their oh kid is sleeping in the back seat. Awesome. <laughs> now, actually, that might be good. Maybe we should you should do that for Peberg. Yeah. Mm. Um and then I started season two of the terror. It's called the Terror Infamy. Okay. And it's around World War II. And it involves the kind of the conflict between the Americans and the Japanese and how some of the Japanese Americans here were deemed spies, even though they weren't. Right. Put in the concentration camps. Yeah. There's that it. not but exactly the, concentration camps, but kind of like that. Yeah, the relocation camps, they yep. call them. So it's that's kind of like the subplot, but the main plot is how the Japanese culture, they believe in these, I think they're called like yoreis or something. They're like ghosts that follow people and just give bad omens and bad luck to everybody around them. Okay. So it's kind of cool. Then there's like a backstory with it. So um, I'm binge watching it, and I got two episodes left. I watched eight episodes in two days. It was so good. That's it good? Yeah, it's really good. I like the first season of the terror of those two ships that went in the Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Try to find the uh, not Antarctica, the North Pole. Try to find the route. Right over the and, uh, Arctic um, to be able to attack. Yes, and then they actually discovered the boats earlier this year. Oh, okay. So that was kind of cool. That's why I was told Kelk. He's like, "Oh, I'm too busy, can't read that much." That's right. But uh, yeah, it's really good. I really enjoy it. Okay. Um, what about you? Myself, uh, the only thing I watched was some, well, other than uh, being the old man that I am, I watched the freaking uh, impeachment hearings. Um, but yeah, I watched Man in the you High Castle. No, uh, a very little bit of it. Just a little bit of it. Um, I, so I watched Man in the High Castle, the latest season. Season four? Yeah, I started it. Right. I'm, only, I'm only like four episodes in, I think, or something like that. Uh, it's okay. Um, I heard this. What this first season was amazing, and I think second season was good. Third season was terrible. And then I heard the fourth season's like, mm. well, it's just there's it's running know. thin. It's kind of not exactly. I mean, there's enough story, I guess, there to keep you interested and stuff. It's just they kind of threw like this new group in, and I don't, I don't know. It's it's I, like I want to finish it just for finishing it, but it's like I'm not drawn to watch it for some reason. Right. I'm like I think I, like you said, the first season was probably the best just because of the kind of the wow, what would happen if we kind of lost World War II or whatever, you know? Yeah. I um I saw it on Amazon Prime and I'm and I saw some commercials for uh, I think during Jack Ryan or sort of like football games or something. Mm. Uh it was NFL Red Zone because they do Amazon Prime and stuff. Okay. But um I was like, oh, season four. I was like, yeah. Then I boot up Amazon Prime and I'm clicking on. I'm like, I kind of don't want to watch it. Yeah, it's like I want to watch it, but I don't. I'm not in the mood for it. So that's where it led me to the terror because I've been recording those shows on my DVR and I just don't like fast forwarding through commercials. Mm. You know, what was me? It's just like I'm laying in bed. I just want to chill and watch a show. Yeah. And first, could have went to that, but. Thankfully, I didn't. It's again. It's all right. I mean, if you if you want to finish the story, it. it's okay. It's just I don't know what's about it. You know, like I get what it's about. It's the sci-fi part of it's kind of, eh. and the way the episodes right. are set up, it's like 
you kind of get sucked into one story and then the episode's over. You're like, wait a minute, because they used to, you know, show a few different people and a few different things. And they still kind of do that, but it seems like they're kind of focusing more on one of the um, the groups now a little bit more. In the, like, if an episode's 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever it is, um, right. it's like, if it was 30 minutes, it's like 20 minutes of it is like one person. Story. 22, eight minutes of commercial. Right. No, no, no. And then it's like, you know, five, six minutes of commercial. And then there's like three minutes of like another person's story. And then right. it's like, okay, well, you're waiting for more to happen. And all of a sudden it ends and you got to wait for the next episode. And again, you don't have to wait because it's on Amazon Prime. But right. I don't know. It's okay. Again, I'm going to finish this season and stuff like that. Why? Well, you don't like open, groping and fear? <laughs> he's okay. That's, he was, my, he's he was probably, a cool character in season one. I was going to say, he's probably the most interesting for storyline right now of what all's happening. Right. Because he's bad, but there's good in him. But he just does bad things. Right. Yeah. Anyway. We'll yeah. So. Um, all right. Yeah. On that note, let's take a break. I need to drink some of this beer and we'll be back. Let's talk games. My accounts were hacked. I sucked at gaming. So reach me the old new fashioned way at Pigeon Pegleg on Twitter or our website, thelotacouch.com. Let's hold on, hold on. talk. Hold on, hold on. Games. Hold on, games. <laughs> Can't double task. You know, I got a penis. <laughs> All right, and we're back uh, with beer refill. Pidge, what are you drinking? Same beer, the Breckenridge Brewery Christmas Ale, 7.1% alcohol. All right. But I do have a backup. Okay, what's your backup? The Budweiser Black Lager it's, uh, in, from Jim Beam Cast. Um, I had this a couple weeks ago, and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. It's 7.1% alcohol, so if I crack it open, you'll hear it. Okay. Uh, myself, I'm still drinking my Dunkin' Coffee Porter uh, from Harper Brewery. It's 6.0% alcohol. All right, games. Pidge, what'd you play? I play games. What out, Calc? So we did Overwatch. We got all the wins. Yes, we did. On Monday almost, night almost again. All at once? No, not all at once, but we went nine for went, went nine of 12 games. Yeah. At least that I think it's in my head. Something but, along those lines, though. We were kicking which ass. Which is pretty good. Yeah. Right? Especially because we played, what did we start, like 1030? So we were yeah, kind of we reading that crackhead hour. Mm-hmm. So we got all the victories by twelve thirty, I think. Yeah. So it wasn't too bad. And then we played a few extra after we got our weeklies done, but yeah, and we won those too. That's Although right. we did have to switch around when we lost, we lost bad. Yes, we, we did. Four before. <laughs> then we won one, then got hosed, and then we went back, and then that's when we started getting the streak going. Yep. But uh, I played some Outer Worlds. Okay. I continue where I left off. I was going to go back from the beginning, but I'm like, I don't really, really care. Why? Did you start it a while ago? Yeah, I started a while ago, created my character, and I did, you know, the walkthrough. Mm-hmm. I mean, you crouch underneath this, and yep. then I went to the ship, and I talked to a red screen that was angry at me or something. Yep. And then I talked to this lady that came out of the ship, and that's where I left off, but I don't, I don't know. So now, there's a lady outside of the ship before you walk into it. Maybe that's what happened. Okay. And she's kind of like whoever remember. the patrol or security person was before or that you kind of helped where, when you got down to the ship. Right. I, see, I don't remember. I was drunk. Okay. 
I just wanted to create my character, a female with a beard. Gotcha. Okay. Great. She looks like Kimbo Slice. <laughs> um, so I just stuck with it, and I just, I just been exploring the planet, and I found a couple patrols here, and I've been killing them. Gotcha. And then I came across these primate animals. These primate. Yeah. Enemies. Oh my god, they have like human gorilla so faces. Hard. Yeah, but they're, yeah, they're super so difficult. hard. They pick up rocks out of the ground and throw them at you, right? Yeah, and I was trying to do my like the two two-handed weapons and i was smashing them in and then i was losing a bunch of health and i kept on shooting them but you get a lot of xp if you kill them right because i think they're above your level yes so i killed maybe two or three groups of them and then i found an area with like electrical fence where you can't get in okay then i found an opening in the wall then i got in there you can get in yeah i i i got in then Not i went inside the electrical and I fence though you can get in yeah there's um I, up on top of the wall, there's these little red things that are kind of glowing on top of each column where the electric is. I think you just have to shoot those and it'll... Oh, well, I found, I the found them the way in. Okay. I just killed all the robots. I just, I just been exploring and just killing stuff. I really have no idea what's going on. It's going to be funny because a lot of the stuff that you're doing... Like, I did that a few times because that was the other game that I played um, along with Overwatch. Uh, a lot of the stuff you're doing now, and I think it keeps your progression. Like, as long as you kill those people... Depending on the location that you're going, especially in like the, I think the ones with the robots and stuff, um, when you get the missions for that later, if you start talking to some of the people who give you missions, it's going to make you, oh, easier. Yeah. you're they, just going to run tell you like, it. oh, you already been there. Yeah. And you're going to have to just, you'll just have to run back and do whatever the kind of the small mission, like you have to go inside and like hit some things and stuff like that, but it'll make okay. it easier because you've already killed everything. Yeah. Um, like I said, I've just been exploring. I probably should just streamline it, but I just, it's hard to go against your habit. You know? Yeah. I mean, the one thing you have to kind of get into is going into the journal and just setting the mission. If you're going to do side missions, they have a side mission section. You know, you can just hit main mission and it'll just lead to like wherever the right. arrow is pointing. And there's so many things too. There's like so many uh, in the underneath the menu. There's the yes. journal, the codex, the your book bag, your upgrades. And it's just, com it's confusing. Cause yeah. I, I pick up everything and I have no idea what any of this stuff's for. And I started breaking down things depending on its cost. If it's less than like three bucks or three, whatever the hell the, you know, value thing is, I just kind of break it down that way to save space. Cause you start yeah, just and picking then up so much of the same I, stuff. And then I was, I, like I said, I've just been playing exploring and I go and they're like, why don't you, cause you have like a little message that pops up in the corner. It's like, why don't you upgrade? Yeah. Point? Yep. So I go in and I have, like 25 upgrade points. Oh, yeah. Just sitting there. I'm like, okay, like, what? Well, I don't know. I, I guess I'll put it on the melee weapons or the health. I, I don't. Yeah, I did mine, I think. Uh, I mean, you start, like, spreading them out because each one just takes one and it'll upgrade the three different yeah. subcategories yeah. Uh, under each one. And uh, I think I just started, like, you know, I went stealth and then there is a lot of... Um, talking with people and you have to kind of try and influence some people so i started doing some of the conversational upgrades and stuff too yeah the persuasion can... yep yeah, yeah exactly so yeah, just kind of the way your gameplay is i think that's where i would i would suggest divvying up your yeah I, it's a cool game it's a little overwhelming but i'm sure that'll come with time yes it'll be easier yep all right and then the other game i started shadow the tomb raider okay and i pretty much just got to the point where i'm sitting on the porch with Jonas, Jonah. Yep. And he's like, let's go do this. And I'm like, okay. And then I stopped. <laughs> That's it. Okay. I, I just did the intro, so now I can get to the good stuff. Gotcha. And then my last game is Spider uh, Marvel Spider-Man. Just been doing the side mission. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, like I said, I played Outer Worlds. I made it off of the 
um, the first world I finished all. Um, you can pick up uh, some of the people that you meet. You can make them into your companions. I think right. um, now that I've made it onto the ship, I guess it's a little bit of a spoiler, but not exactly, but I think you can have up to five companions. Uh, but, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, that does sound about right. Um, I Because I think there was five additional rooms on out, or beyond my captain's quarters. Uh, right. Like, you know, other bedroom areas or whatever on the ship that you could fill up. Uh, and again, I, after you grab a companion, you can always ask him to leave whenever you want. Um, so you don't have to feel like, oh, crap, I've asked this person, now I'm stuck with them for the rest of the time or whatever. So, yeah. Sit down. But I've already, like, on the first world, uh, there was two people, I think, that I was allowed to offer positions or asked to be part of my crewmates or whatever, and I, like, brought one. The other one, I just didn't like his... His, uh, his or her storyline. His look. No, it was the story, the he way they were look. kind of... Yeah, whatever. He had themselves. Yeah. He was probably Republican. <laughs> you never know. All right, right into Sony News. Uh, the first images of the PlayStation 5 controller reveal a familiar design with two major changes. Oh, my gosh. Two. All right, so the bottom of the PlayStation 5 controller has different inputs than the PlayStation 4 controller, but it looks like there's still a three and a half inch or three and a half millimeter headphone jack. Better be. The top view of the PlayStation 5 controller shows a USB-C charging port, but doesn't. But it doesn't have the colored light bar of the PlayStation 4 controller. I'm already labeled as the best controller next generation. <laughs> light bar is gone. Otherwise, it looks exactly the same. Which is good, right? Sure. I like the PS4 controller. Uh, the funny thing is, it not it doesn't actually look exactly the same. If you look at it, it has more of a. Mix between the Nintendo Pro Controller and an Xbox controller yeah, shape to thicker. it now. Right, I yeah, think it's around the handholds. Probably for the uh, the HD rumble, if you will, or whatever they call it. Oh, you think it. they made a little bit more room? You don't think it was just the fact of their controller wasn't as supposedly listed as being as con- uh, comfortable as the Xbox or the PlayStation, or the, uh, sorry, Nintendo no, controllers? I think it's just because of the, the new rumble features HD rumble. and the... The tension grip or the tension triggers, stuff like that. Um, what are your thoughts on? I know this is kind of off topic, or at least off of this topic. Um, then them coming out with a pro controller version of the PlayStation controller to keep up with the Nintendo's or the mm. Xboxes. Nah, I don't think they'll do it. You don't think? I don't think the money's there for it, especially with all the Elite Two controllers having issues. Mm. I mean, it. I don't think. That money's there. The Elite One controller was really uh, good, though, without any. It was issues. really good, yes, but you know it had some stuff that they that it was missing that they put in the Elite controller too, and then adding more stuff to something that was already good it just makes it worse. Right, of course, completely screwed so, over. PS4 controllers good. Well, that's what I was just thinking. I'm thinking for the pro players, though. Like, I mean, PlayStation's got a big presence in the esports game. Don't you think? Or do you think they're just leaving that up to? Uh, um, what is it, third-party vendors? Yeah, because they, I think Scuff does a lot of their stuff. They're elite controllers, if it, you want to call mm-hmm. them that. But the only grape I had with it was the battery life and the light bar. And I've kind of grown to liking the light bar. But how it changes colors when you night, do a battle and it turns red. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's kind of cool, right? In theory, it's cool. But if you're, I usually play yeah, dark, at night and that thing's in a dark room, blaring. Yeah. No. It's just as bad as the Xbox One shining right in your face. I mean, Did granted, the Elite controller or whatever dimmed, but... Ugh. Yeah, it's still not. That's br- it's, it's still bright, but right. yeah. Just improve the battery life. 
And they would have said, hey, PS4 controllers is is going to transfer over to the PS5, but we're improving the battery life by 35%. I'd be like, yeah, okay, we're going to get six hours out of it now, which is good. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Uh, Street Fighter V Champion Edition will be released in February 2020 and will bring with it the return of Gil. Uh, the Champion Edition will include 40 characters, 34 stages, and over 200 costumes made up of everything released from Street Fighters so far, excluding Fighting uh, Chance brand collaboration costumes and Capcom Pro Tour DLC. Uh, it will also include any DLC released between now and February 14th's release date. Yes, yeah, so I saw that. I think it's going to be 30 bucks, but people who already own it can upgrade for 25 okay. or something like that which is stupid yeah or maybe they can upgrade for an additional five bucks i'm not too sure but it would I, that would make it more worthwhile if <clears> they're yeah, only saving five, five bucks i'd be like what cheap yeah, asses so i don't know i put a picture of the new character it just looks, Go looks handsome it's like kelk hair <laughs> not nah, back gorilla <laughs> My fondest memories of arcade games is Street Fighter 2. And all I can remember is the cigarette butt, uh, cigarette burns all over the top of the the uh, joystick panel. Okay. Everywhere. And then uh, a friend of mine did like a little drill, drilled a hole at the very like edge of the quarter and put fish string around it. And he would just dump the quarters in oh, and pull Jesus. back out. So we get like a billion credits. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool. You were so badass back then. That's right. I was just Blanca. All right. Uh, The CEO, Jim Ryan, revealed Sony's plans for the PlayStation 5. He noted that the PlayStation 5 dev kit was already sent to some game developers and underlined that the company has been hearing good feedback from them. Uh, Ryan added that the uh, devs and publishers love the simplicity of the PS5 that allows them to get the code running easily. No, he's going to say the dev kits are shit. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's been bitching, complaining about it. What did these same devs, or what did the CEO say when the PS3 was out with the cell processor? Oh, everyone loves the dev kits. The power of the cell processor can't go wrong. Games are going to be incredible, and look what happened. Nobody <laughs> can make games for it because it was <laughs> shitty. Of course they're going to say whatever hap- whatever this is. Maybe it is the worst system ever, but he's going to say it's good. Right. Of course. I mean, it's your company. Yeah. You know, if you, if you don't, you're a big idiot. Yeah. But coffee's the best on the planet. <laughs> All right. Microsoft News. As one of the biggest card companies in the world, it's sure, uh, it sure was weird when back in 2017, Toyota simply stopped licensing its vehicles to racing video games. It was even, even weirder that the company, despite its size, never actually explained why the decision was made. Uh, but That's whatever legit. the actual reason for Toyota's absence, it's now over. Starting in, uh, with the 98 Super RZ, Toyota is back with an appearance in Forza Horizons 4. If you can have the PLP 50 in Forza Motorsports, why the hell can't you have Toyota? Go figure. Mm, what that three-wheeled think? clown car that yeah. I souped up super fast. What do, you, what do you think the reason was that they left? Do you think there was crash physics or something like that that they didn't agree with? I don't know. Maybe they just their asking price was too much. I mean, if Porsche let them, God, God forbid. I mean, because Toyota, oh, but no, it's like Volkswagen free advertising. Ford. I mean, whatever money they offer, I mean, they should take it. No, for the free maybe advertising. It could be. Maybe they just felt it was safety concerns, like you said, because they're known as the one of the safest cars. 
Right. And you don't want them to be showing like, oh my God, I got into an, or, you know, I turned on the real world physics of crashing on this and everything was like ruined at yeah. the first little bump of anything. But at the same time, does this make you, is this make you on the fence of buying the game or not? No. They have supers? No. Maybe it was That's some kind tough. of alien influence. Did Toyota Supras come from extraterrestrial spacecraft? <laughs> <laughs> they look like it. <laughs> so good. Uh, all right. Uh, Xbox boss Phil Spencer talked about the future of the brand going forward. Oh. Uh, in the interview, Microsoft's exec vice president also mentioned the areas that he believes need more attention in the future, more particularly the gaming genres that require more focus. RPG fans will be happy to learn that the head of Xbox intends to step up on the RPG genre. The Outer Worlds. That's right. Uh, quote, one of the things that I'm really proud that I see now is how RPGs are stepping up for us. End quote. What? I don't know. What don't I like you know? RPGs, but I don't like really in-depth RPGs. Yes, I'm a hypocrite. Uh, Witcher 3. I get it. <laughs> but it's not... I'm not going to sit there and like, I can't wait for the next best greatest RPG to come out. Cause I want to dump 150 hours into it. Hmm. Like the Witcher three was, I think it was just a blip. Well, I was that... going to say, do you think this is kind of them now that they're kind of talking about the, uh, Oh shit. What the hell's the hero one that they dropped a little while ago. Oh. that Kelk was all excited that they're kind of coming back with now. Uh, hero RPG? Nah, it was a role-playing game, but it was like you played a hero and you're kind of, you got a little bit better or bigger or whatever as you played. Ugh, it's going to bother me so much. Anyway, I wonder if they have like one it's big like game. Diablo, is it? Or no, 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 like it's... Wasteland or... No. It'll come to me. Anyway. Hero uh, RPG? What do you think the um the game is or do you think there is a game that they're kind of focusing this around as to why he's making the sales pitch for? Or... Halo. Do you think that's gonna have more of a role play to it? Instead of just mm-hmm. a shooting McShooterson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. I think it might be. But Halo, but Master Chief is like a set soldier. It's not like, hey, five percent increase in shooting. Or maybe you do that. Maybe there's just incremental increases as you you build up more of how badass you are. Right. It could be. I I really think it's I think Kelk was saying it too is that games as a service but they're they're trying to stay away from games as a service now so i i'm just i'm just gonna stick with it i'm gonna say it's probably halo infinite is what he's pushing for this rpg movement hmm. uh the game i was thinking was fable ah uh, okay because it's a kelp game no he's the one that was kind of excited to hear that they were coming back and it was he always liked the game and he kind of would talk about how he was excited for the new game of it coming out or whatever but I don't think he played a whole lot of it personally. I could be wrong. Anyway, yeah, he's, you're wrong. Uh, quote, back in the day when I think Mass Effect 1, which I worked on, Jade Empire, Fable, I remember we really staked out RPGs as something that was important, end quote. Yeah, see, Fable's in there. Yeah, I don't Mass Effect. Yeah, Fable's in there. Mass Effect got character. bad reviews in the last one. So I'm curious about and, that. Andromeda. Exactly. And Jade Empire, Empire was amazing. Fable was, maybe he's talking about a fa- new Fable game, too, like you said. Yeah, because, I mean, I know that they did mention the Fable stuff coming out, but I'd be surprised if it, that was the one that they're sitting there kind of focusing on. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. 
All right, Spencer continued that while shooters have been going strong, uh, the team intends to focus more on delivering role-playing games in the future. Uh, he goes on to say, obviously, first, sorry, quote, obviously, first-person and third-person shooters have been strong, but it is nice with Outer Worlds coming out, Wasteland. Um, I think RPGs is an area that we purposely focused on and wanted to do more. Uh, he goes on to say, quote, uh, but it's also, as we're watching Xbox Game Pass grow and grow, we're seeing more genres enter, and whether it's genres that used to be popular and coming back, or creators trying new things because they have an audience that's always there, and they can think about how to deliver stories to those people, end quote. Uh, Isn't that just the, just, the, the, the standard of gaming? Fluff. It's just fluff. Kind of listening to your audience? Isn't that just, like, typical? They don't want RPGs. They want shooting McShooter face. Mm, uh, it depends. I, I know the younger generation likes the shooting McShooter since especially like with Fortnite. I think Fortnite, nothing against it. I think Fortnite's finally kind of hitting like a, a peak and starting to like peter out. What, Slow down. There? Fortnite. Oh, Fortnite. I think it's kind of, you know, hit its... Yeah, Ruby doesn't play it anymore. Right, and it's not, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong. It's probably still popular as shit, which I think it is the, is the case. I just don't think it's growing as it was. So I think that there there's something that's kind of changing in the gaming sphere, and I think they're trying to say maybe it is, you know, RPGs. But I think that's just because there is a lot of older gamers in the you know game gaming sphere now. Yeah. She, oh, there was another game I played. I forgot because Ruby. It reminds me since Ruby doesn't play Fortnite, she plays a lot of the Switch now. Okay. She's in, into Zelda, but uh, I've been playing. Uh, to me, it's Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Okay, Mr. She's like, how did Dream, you beat him? Something like that. Yeah, how did you beat Von Kaiser? I'm like, there's a pattern. Yeah. And her friend's like, this is so cool. <laughs> like, this is the game I played when I was 10. <laughs> exactly. You're like, welcome to the 80s. Yeah. They're like, he said, this game looks really old and corny, but it's so awesome. I'm like, yeah, it's, it is amazing. You're like, you just wait until you see Mac riding his bike exercising. Why don't you watch a square TV? No, the, yeah, the coach was riding the, riding the bike, right? Mac they was did. running. <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah it's great. All right. Um, so, yeah, Microsoft isn't going to repeat its mistakes from the Xbox One with its next-generation Xbox console, supposedly. Oh, right. This is moving on from the, uh, the last thing. Um, Phil Spencer goes on to say, or goes to say, quote, I would say uh, a le learning from the Xbox One generation is we will not be out of position on power or price. Um, he said that in an interview. He goes on to say, if you remember the beginning of this generation, we were $100 more expensive, and yes, we were less powerful. Wait, they were? So they finally admitted it? <laughs> uh, they were $100 more that. because of the Connect system, though. Correct, but I didn't know they were less powerful. I guess that's why they had all those issues. They the were beginning. more so, or I thought they were less because they released first, didn't they? N no, they released around the same time, but... I remember games were 900p and PS4 was 1080p. Right. And Calc was trying to, you know. Oh, it's because... Uh, but wasn't it something with like up and all this other shit once it finally went 4K and all? Or was that for the... 4K is a different story. I think I think Xbox has or the one X. Down, but, mm. Yeah, but I just remember Calc being excused. Right. All right. Oh, I mean, look at Rise. <laughs> 
so it says, uh, quote, if you remember the beginning of the generation, we were, yeah, sorry, got into that. Uh, the market's success will be key for Xbox after years of failing, falling behind PlayStation sales and questions over its game lineup. Either way, Spencer thinks there are plenty of generations of Xbox ahead. Uh, and he quote, sorry, he says, quote, uh, we had a discussion years ago. Uh, do we want to go, do we want to go another direction or two, sorry. Do, do we, we want, want to, to go, go do, do another, another generation? generation? Yes. Um, yes. And do we think there will be multiple generations ahead of us? I actually think there probably is, says Spencer. Nope, there isn't. <laughs> so we're going all in. We're all in on Project Scarlet, and I want to compete, and I want to compete in the right ways, which is why we're focused on cross-play and backwards compatibility. Cover your ass language, just in case we're not as good. But I want to kick their ass. Well, <laughs> Pretty I mean, much, it's, the it's funny line. that because I mean, calc has been saying that everything is kind of going cloud service gaming, right? Right, with the streaming options or whatever to, to cellular and tablets and everything else. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised to think that they're saying that they're going multiple generations ahead, not just like Scarlet's going. Like Kelk was, I think, kind of trying to sell that Scarlet's going to be the last generation of console. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, you'll need some kind of platform to some stream kind. your games too, right? Yes. You need some kind of ancient astronaut technology. <laughs> um, yes. And I think, do you think that's what they're going to be? It's going to kind of go back to, yes, it's a gaming console, but it's back again as being the center hub of your living room where it'll be a streaming yeah, option, but you're still going to be watching your TV and everything through it. Yeah, we're going to look back in maybe a generation or two and say, do you remember the Xbox One? They wanted to do as the centerpiece of everything. Right. And they were ahead of its game, ahead of its time. Just like the Kinect? Just, just like, no, just like the, uh, the Wii U. Okay, yeah. It was ahead of its time, right? So that's, that's what I think. Hmm. That's my thoughts. Gotcha. Or uh, Project Spark. Another one. Yeah, that one was interesting because it was i think they were saying it was trying to get people to develop games or make it an open source option for mm-hmm. game development and it just never yeah. seemed like it took off even though it was i mean for what it was and what they showed of it and stuff it looked like it was fantastic yeah and their dreams came along and improved on it and they got all the credit yeah, yeah, no mentions project spark <laughs> r.i.p still have it i'm not deleting it yeah not me either uh all right moving on nintendo news uh, thanks to Switch Lite's success, Nintendo is looking into bringing more of its 3DS franchise to the console handheld hybrid in the future. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, Nintendo Japan's current president, uh, Shuntaro Furukawa, said the company would make, sorry, quote, company would make more 3DS franchises available on Switch. They should, because that's just a money grab. But it says would make more. Yeah, they're going to, because they already have some coming out. Mm. Uh, Such a move is already happening with Brain Age, uh, which is getting a new entry this December in Japan. A Western release for the new Brain Age game has not yet been announced. Uh, All right, what are your thoughts? Because, I mean, right now, there's and it's gone quiet, surprisingly. Um, What, the 3DS or the Switch? I was going to say, the the thumbstick drift issues with the Switch have kind of gone quiet. And there was concern, at least I know that we've kind of talked about it and, and uh, mentioned it, and we don't know yet, we haven't heard, uh, but 
thumbstick drift in the lights where you can't Use, replace the joy cons no but it uses the same technology and the process yes. yeah so, so i mean the 3ds's were almost like rock solid they were like indestructible hard. besides the hinge exactly which <laughs> is uh, the, the whole thing so i'm wondering ugh, what they're doing behind the scenes and not talking about that is really going to make them able to say okay we're getting rid of these ds options and everything's just going to go switch light oh what well, i mean they don't have to because you don't hear about the 3ds anymore no i know but it's just all right. Do you, you think just, it, do you think it's just, just done and they're not going to say, "Hey, we're not making a DS option anymore. It's just do a correct. switch and we're done." Correct. Out of sight, out of mind. I think if Nintendo ever does a next generation, it's going to be another console that you'll be able to stream. It'll be it'll be like a um so the light is there. Their DS light is their 3DS. Right if you want to say that. Okay. And I think either a generation or two, they'll have a box for your TV stand or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it'll be a, a streaming box, and they'll have. I'm I'm calling a prediction right now. It's going to be they'll have like an Xbox Game Pass, but it'd be like Nintendo All Access, and you'll have everything from the Virtual Console Library from the Wii, the Wii U, and the Switch and the 3DS. But the bad news is you'll have to repurchase all those games again. <laughs> like, yeah, like we do all the time. How cool would that be? What do you think or, a price point on that would be? I mean, or, like, you need Nintendo. Well, first of all, Nintendo Switch Online. Can we play ice hockey versus each other? Is that known yet? Can we do that? I don't know. I don't think that is known yet. Second of all, if they do have this Nintendo All Access, say it'd be like 10 or I would say maybe 15 bucks a month. And you have everything from the NES library all the way up to the 3DS library. I don't think they'd ever do that. But how? How amazing would that Not be? Not for that cheap a cost. That would be that would be amazing. But I don't think they'd ever do it with that cheap a cost. I don't know why. I just Seventy don't. million people at fifteen bucks a pop. Yeah, but I mean, it's again, it's it's like Disney. It what took them how long that? to get into the Disney pay? Plus option. What would you pay? No, I I don't know if I'd even pay that fifteen bucks just because of all the other freaking subscription things that I have. But it's just oh my gosh, can you imagine? I can't. Yeah, I, I, yeah, just, we would get it, but you know, we wouldn't play it. <laughs> right? Yeah, that, that would be another issue. Just like that's the, that's the truth, right? Right. There. Which that's is like I, I still like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been enjoying the PlayStation. I just haven't been playing it enough. I think to be getting my money's worth for the subscription that I pay a year for. Yeah, that. we don't really. Now that I'm like, I know we got Borderlands Three, but. I don't see myself buying another game for a while because Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, it's been killing it. It's killing it, especially with the announcement from XO19 on top of games with gold. And with, excuse me, geez, and with the PS Plus. I mean, I got so many games from over the years that I haven't even played that I'm okay with not purchasing another game. Right. Granted, or just waiting a year or two when it's on sale, like Spider-Man, I got for 20 bucks. Yes, and like, I mean, I still have the Nathan Drake stuff to finish, and I just kind of got into the God of War, which I have to go back to and, you know, keep playing yeah. that and stuff. So, so, so I'm, we're I'm right there so. with you, but uh, that's why I'm thinking of another subscription to another service. I just, I mean, maybe if Nintendo was the only thing in my house, sure, I'd be the first person, but I don't know if you can guarantee every Nintendo owner would be in on that price. Yeah, I gotcha. 
Okay. That's why I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, Nintendo, they're money conscious. I don't think they ever yeah, we'll really take If it. they announce it, like my prediction said, at next year's E3, then you know your wife will make you get it. So I'm right. <laughs> I guess. All right. All right, moving on. Multi-platform news. Uh, Amazon is reportedly preparing to announce its method for streaming video games to various devices. Um, Amazon is planning its announcement for next year, according to two sources familiar with the plans. New recruitment and job openings have also pointed this direction, citing a, quote, new initiative, end quote, uh, in its Amazon Web Services team, which sources say is involved in the gaming service. Do you think they're going to have, or do you think they'll have it figured out, the issues that uh, Stadia has been supposedly been having? Having? They'll just come out and everything Stadia did wrong, they'll just do right, but it still <laughs> won't. Stadia is just below mediocrity. Mm. It streams, but it's got hiccups, it's got lag, it doesn't stream to 4K. I mean, they got some big issues, and right. I don't see it, it lasting unless they... Do you think it's too early? No, because... It's a great idea, it's just too early? No, because... Uh, like they they need to have like uh the, what is that freaking uh, Verizon optical everywhere before they go Fiber ahead. Optics. No, yeah. I don't think so. I just I just think it was like it was rushed, but I think the time is now to be ahead of the game to be the first in there. So maybe this is one of those things where we're gonna look back and it was just ahead of its time, but it didn't execute it properly. Kind of like Microsoft's been doing for years. Yes. Okay. Uh, but Amazon, uh, they're just getting in the game, you think? They're just yeah, trying to compete. I just, I don't know what they're doing. They're just so stupid. Their they stock's just, good, though, right, Scotch? They should just stick to shopping. Yeah. Just get my robot to deliver something. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, moving on. Uh, Jeff Kaplan was asked which character from Super Smash Ultimate would he want in Overwatch? His reply? Well, this is the reverse. Because remember, everyone's like, oh, which character is going to be in, in Smash? Right. But the uh, question was reverse. And... Reverse, reverse. Jeez, I didn't expect this. Yeah. Um, so Jeff Kaplan goes, quote, nothing would make me happier than putting Link into our game, end quote. So who would you want? In Overwatch? I mean, it makes sense, Link, obviously. It makes perfect sense. Mm, and that's, that's the mock-up that somebody did, ooh. which is super cool. It is really cool looking, and I think it is a, a fantastic option. I like the shield option. Would he be a Brigitte Genji mix? I don't know. But I just wanted to know who you would pick, and I, I say I picked Terry Bogard. <laughs> who? The guy from SNK, the new DLC that was just released, oh, Terry? <laughs> Jackass. No, just kidding. Um, I'm looking at the list here. From the Nintendo. Um, oh, from Super Smash Ultimate. Who would I want? Yeah, from Super Smash. <laughs> you got Luigi in there. He could run real fast and jump real high. Like, <laughs> Dive uh, at you like a seal. Like Mario 2. Yeah, like Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> Dive and slide That's at you. <laughs> That's my pick. Or Ganondorf would be a tank or something. Or just imagine, imagine turning the whole Super Smash Ultimate game into an Overwatch. See, I think it would have to be characters. somebody like a Ganondorf or like a Link or something along that has that look to it to kind of fit into the. It couldn't be something cartoony like a Kirby or a or a Luigi, like you're saying, or or a Yoshi or something. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just like looking at these characters and they're they're Overwatch characters: Bowser, Reinhardt, 
Captain Falcon, Doomfist. Right. Uh, who else we got? Uh, Ganondorf is, um, what's it? Orissa, and Little Mac. I don't know. Doomfist. Get the point. Yeah. Doomfist. Uh, how about Pac Man? There we go. <laughs> yeah, but again, I don't think those. Mm, Luigi. I think Link's a good a good thought. I like the Simon sword Belmont option. With the whip. That'd be Brett's Brigitte. Yeah. <laughs> And again, Link kind of has that Genji appeal to him, but I think with the with the uh, the boomerang and the bow and arrow, yeah, he's kind of like a Genji Hanzo Brigitte mix. Uh, he jumps up and like pounds the ground with his sword or something. Well, doesn't he do that like big swing where he spins in a circle and creates like it sucks everybody into him and it just keeps cutting them over and over again like a little tornado? There we nailed it. <laughs> there it is. It's done. I got it. You're welcome, Overwatch 2. Right. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Valve has come out and confirmed it. The company is working on a new title called Half-Life Alex. Yeah, that's the character's main name. Uh, which it describes as a, quote, flagship VR game, end quote. Is that going to ruin the... Is that going to ruin the Half-Life game? No, I'm looking it up now. They're supposed to announce it today. Um, the game will be the first since Half-Life 2 episode, which I thought Half-Life 2 was overrated, to be honest with you. Yeah, but all the Half-Life games, I mean, story-wise and stuff, they were fantastic. I, I got to play them. I mean, maybe play-wise, but I mean, with the... I got to play them again. CTF and everything that the game offered after the story mode and all, it was just great. I don't I don't remember too much. I just remember traveling on a fan boat for like 35 minutes. <laughs> Check us. And no one and I had to explore everything, and there was nothing. Mm, sounds like what you're going to be doing when you get Death Stranding. I'm not getting it uh, unless it's free. Mm. So a statement describes Half Life Alex as featuring all the hallmarks of a classic Half Life game: world exploration, puzzle solving, visceral combat, and intricately woven story. While Valve programmer Robin Walker said that the game isn't a spinoff or a side story. It's a full-scale campaign about the same length as Half-Life 2. So it's a new, new game, but all VR. Yeah. Set to release March 2020. Hmm. Exclusively to their VR. Now, thoughts on this. Um, 2020. Uh, the wife's been asking if there's any electronic things that I want for Christmas. I've been thinking about saying PSVR. Thoughts? No, because the PSVR will be out. Two dated. will be out. Yeah, once yeah. The, the new PS5 comes out. I mean, they got some good deals, and you can get like four or five games with it. You don't think the original VR would be usable on the PlayStation 5? Mm-mm. They already said it. <laughs> Ugh. So it How says a that? prequel. Listen, a prequel uh, set between the first and second games. Oh, set between. Go. But hmm. VR, I I would. I mean, if it's something that you're desperately to try, like no. wanting to try. No, I've tried then... the, my neighbor's. He's got it next door and stuff like that. I've tried it, and it's like the only game that I or that he had that kind of looked interesting was that one that they keep that Oculus keeps showing the commercials for, where you're swiping the stupid blocks that come at you. Oh, Beat Saber. Or something? Yeah. I don't know. I. I know that I you had, had one and you took it back. Yeah, like I said, there was like a water bubble in the lens. I don't know if that's normal. And two, it wasn't blocking out all the light. Mm. So it was kind of real annoying. Gotcha. You got to get rid of that bird face. 
All right, uh, moving on. According to a new report from the Edmonton branch of EA, Mass Effect 5 is currently in development. Um, Not the title of the game, but... Yeah, the project is still in very early stages of development, uh, but it was reported that a team at BioWare Edmonton is currently working under Mike Gamble. Uh, Gamble has been with the studio since 2009 and worked on Mass Effect 2, 3, and Andromeda, as well as Anthem. Oh, so he's got a good running, um, you know, end of a career right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andromeda and Anthem. He's retiring soon with a lot of, what do they call Haters? Severance? <laughs> <laughs> severance package. Nice. Uh, huh. I mean, I hope for good things. I, I started Andromeda, and it was okay. Graphically, it was okay. Story-wise, I really couldn't get into it. There's a lot of side shit to do and a lot of conversations, and it's just a really big kind of game, but mm, I yeah. don't know. I just remember, I remember I bought one and two, and I started three, but, or maybe I got halfway into three, but those games are the games I play when I had my back surgery, when I couldn't, I had to lay in bed for a month. Right. I just, and, and I, and I enjoyed them. I enjoyed the second one the most because the combat was a lot better. Okay. But. But if I had to go back to a game like that now, update it like Andromeda was, I, there's just so much to do. And there really a, is. There's a big lull between a whole bunch of stuff, a bunch of combat and action. It's just more interaction. Yes. Talking to a lot of people, walking around the ships, walking yeah, around the so bases I and stuff like that. I, I think this, this is the make or break. Let's redeem ourselves from Andromeda. I love saying it wrong. I love it. Let's redeem ourselves from Andromeda. And push this out what this is just our swan song what fans want and then hope for the best yeah uh i think they've got a lot of things that they've gotten negative feedback from from andromeda and anthem that this game should be perfect yeah but high hopes fingers crossed Yes. All right. Recent silence and a couple of high-profile departures from Bioware have led fans and pundits to speculate that the studio has abandoned its most recent game, Anthem. Uh, but the opposite is true. Uh, for the last few months, Bioware and parent company EA have been planning to or an overhaul of the online shooter. According to three people familiar with those plans, some call it Anthem 2.0 or Anthem Next. So Anthem could be overhauled through a series of updates uh, a la No Man's Sky. It could get a game-changing expansion like Destiny's critically acclaimed Taken King. Uh, most of Anthem's biggest systems, its mission structure, its loot, its world, will change drastically, but the developers have not yet figured out exactly what they or what that will look like. Uh, they go on to say, quote, We spent a few months just tearing it down and figuring out what needed to change fundamentally. A lot. Uh, and and uh, they go on to say, and we've been rebuilding for another few months since, end quote. All right, so we haven't played it since, I think, you beat the campaign a <laughs> month or two after it was released in February. Yeah, that, that final boss was so difficult. Ugh. Gosh, I didn't want to play it anymore. It was so terrible. Uh, turned me off shooters forever. <laughs> <laughs> for at least a while. Um, no, it's it's... It's funny because No Man's Sky got a lot of backlash in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And it just kept on fixing and updating and fixing and updating. And now the game's lauded as they did a great job by sticking with it. Right. But it just seems because Anthem's associated with EA, 
it's like no matter what they do is just garbage. Well, I, the, it's like the problem is, make... is there was good bones there to start with. Yeah, but maybe this. The, what I'm saying is, it's not even a year since the game was released, and they've been trying to fix it. And it's good that they're not abandoning it. So maybe within a year or a year and a half, that this game will be the game that everybody wanted. Does that make sense? But or, what's the price on that? Do they give it to you? I mean, if you bought bucks. the first one, mm, okay, uh, that's the thing. They have to come out and I think sell you on if they're going to charge you sixty bucks game already. Right, can get the free update. I, I think they. All right, I was going to say if you already have the game, it's a twenty five dollar update for the expansion. If you don't have the game, it's the full sixty. But and but yeah, don't but, call it two. Don't no, don't call it a second version of. People would not update it. People would not pay for the update of how bad they've been burned. Like, I think I don't they'd know have to would. give them a free trial play. No, not even that. I'm talking about maybe like, hey, fifteen bucks. I think I think maybe twenty bucks is the is the max you can do. You know, EA's not going to take a hit like that. I don't know if they if they don't want to lose all that money they put into it. Mm. And yeah, that's what they got to do because over time. And they got to overhaul. If they do that, though, you know they're going to throw microtransaction bullshit in there, like with skins and everything else. That's okay. Do that, but it's not. It doesn't make the game doesn't make you worse or better in the game. It just shows their skins, just like Fortnite. Mm. You just do that, or or add a multiplayer to it, and just make it Fortnite Battle Pass or something. Because how cool would that be? Flying around and trying to shoot people and stuff. That's what we do anyway. I I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do the multiplayer because I would suck at it, but. Just saying, there, there's ways to do it. And mm. I gotta call it EA. I got some great ideas. Yeah. Can, right. can you? Not so much. Well, while you're thinking about it, go get their phone number and let's take a break and get a beer. Too busy at work. Too busy with family and friends. Too busy for Reddit. Too busy for anything. We have the solution. Become a member of the Celtic Foxes Too Busy Club. By joining the club, you'll get canned text messages from our service to anyone who reaches out to you. Messages such as, Too busy. Haven't had any time for games. I'm just too busy. Taking my first (laughs) dookie of the day. What I miss. Haven't looked at my phone in a few days. Been too busy. And so much more. Become a diamond tier and get exclusive comics from the literary and artistic mind of Celtic Box himself. All right, and we're back with Diary of the Mouth. Uh, I'm still drinking. I'm trying, I'm, I'm nipple sipping this. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm almost done with it. But we I need still to get this you Duncan Harpoon drunk scotch. <laughs> it's been a did while. Did we talk about how drunk scotch was? Yes, you were saying I was. Um, what did you say? It was college. College. Uh, uh, sorority girl drunk the other day. You're a white, white girl wasted. You're a white girl wasted. You're doing, you hit a home a little, run. I had a little buzz uh, going on last night with that uh, big glass of wine I had. Oh, did you? I don't know you why had I had a hankering for wine, but huh? Had it on an empty stomach? Eh, well, no, well, no, it was like 11:30 when I had it, so I guess it was semi-empty. But hey, hey, I, speaking of uh, not empty stomachs, I locked out tonight. I was kind of annoyed because we went to um, Chick-fil-A after uh, Scouts and all. but You call it Chick-fil-A too? Mm-hmm. And okay. um, first off, like as uh, the girl hands us the food for drive through because we left the pup home. So we had mm-hmm. to just got drive through and took him back. Uh, uh, Nicole goes, I'm not even going to look in the bag because 
I have faith in Chick-fil-A that they never get our orders wrong because they... Oh, they get it wrong. They've been getting it wrong a lot for me lately. They never gave us our drinks. So as I'm pulling away, I'm like, shit. I had to pull around, go inside and get the drinks. Anyway, I come home. Come to find out, they didn't get their order wrong, but they ended up giving me an extra sandwich for free. Nice. They... <laughs> that, that's awesome. I love when they give you extra stuff. But I, uh, I ordered an eight-piece nugget, and I was going to take it home to Drew for her and I to eat. Mm-hmm. And I, I go there in the morning with Ruby sometimes before school, and I get stuff, and I bring it home for Drew. And she's like, I, it was supposed to be an eight-piece nugget, but they, they gave your nuggets to someone else, and your order came out later. So I apologize. So we gave you, like, 15 nuggets or something. I'm like, I was like, I don't care. I wasn't expecting the food until I was leaving. <laughs> 15 nuggets? I'll take it. But although they like, I a fast food restaurant has been messing up my order a lot. I'm just, I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, it's it's small stuff. It's not like big stuff like your sodas or anything like that. It's like I paid for a ranch dressing, uh, a Whataburger down here. You had to pay for your sauces, but it's a big sauce. Okay, and it's thirty five cents, but they didn't put it in my order, and that's like the third time they did it. It's just, I don't know, it's just annoying. It's like free money for them. Yeah. Well, I pu- I pulled around, went inside, and got my damn drinks, but. Yeah, I was already home at that point. I'm not driving 10 minutes to go and get a branch dressing for 35 cents when I already burned that in gas money. So. Yeah, yeah. Dude, did but you know that lemonade at uh, Chick-fil-A is freaking an extra 34 cents? If you no, get a I meal? I, I just get the Coke Zero. I think they upcharge you for lemonade. It's weird. All right. Anyway. Speaking of fast food. What are you drinking? Uh, oh, I thought we were talking about Taco Bell. <laughs> not yet. Uh, I switched it over mid-segment. I'm like a quarter of it left. I've been pounding it. Jeez. It's a Budweiser Reserve Black Lager from Anheuser-Busch. It's a German Schwarzbier. A Schwarzbier. Yeah, Schwarzbier. Now Schwarzbier. <laughs> St. Louis, Missouri, darky brown, 7.1% alcohol. All right, speaking of fast food, Taco Bell headquarters uh, hosts an annual Friendsgiving dinner for its employees, where every dish features an innovative Taco Bell spin. I'm going to start working at Taco Bell during Thanksgiving. Past delicacies um, have included nacho fries au gratin. Oh, you ever have potato au gratin? Yes. Au gratin or whatever it's called. They're so good. My my mother-in-law makes a twice-baked potato. Oh, my gosh. It tastes just like potato au gratin. Nacho fries au gratin and sauce packet flavored butter. I put this in here. Mild, of course, because Diablo sucks. Of course, <laughs> but it's. Can you imagine, dude? Can you imagine a butter with sauce the, packet flavored butter? Yeah, like you melt the butter, you put in a bunch of sauce packets, you mix it up, and then you reharden the butter again. again yeah, as butter. Oh my god, it's so good. That's what Nicole was loving when we went out to Hershey's and they made that chocolate butter. <laughs> oh my god, she loved it. <laughs> Some English muffin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Taco Bell has taken its rolled chicken tacos and turned them into a bisque. Gosh, I would definitely try it. All right. Hey, it was funny that you uh, brought up um, the, well, sorry, that uh, Taco Bell rolled chicken tacos were brought up because uh, last week we talked about them and Whiskers was saying tonight, she goes, oh my God, did you see the rolled chicken tacos are back? I'm like, do you not listen to our cast? I'm like, we just Ooh. talked about this last week and I brought you up saying how much you like the rolled chicken tacos. Ooh, I even said it too and I don't even know her that I well. know, I know. I met her like three times. But a rolled chicken taco bisque. Mmm. And like speaking of which, soup. they're released. I went to my local Taco Bell after Ruby was done school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, she gets hangry because they have lunch at 11 o'clock. Who does that? <laughs> after school, she's so angry and pissed off at me. And I'm like, listen, we're going to get something to eat. 
We're gonna have rolled She's chicken a tacos Snickers bar. On top of that, she was sick. Mm. She had a fever and stuff. But anyway, so we go there, and I'm like, I, I made, I looked on the website for rolled chicken tacos, and this my local store had them. Mm. I go there. Can I have? Because you get two pack. I was like, can I have four rolled chicken tacos? The you no, we don't have two packs. Yet. What? You don't have them yet. It's on the website. Yeah, we don't. We get the delivery this week. I'm like, that's fake. So I, had, I had to get Doritos local tacos. <sighs> they weren't rolled chicken tacos. <laughs> they look so good. See, I thought you were going to say you asked for four. You got four two packs. <laughs> I'd be okay. I wouldn't say anything. Yeah. All right, questions from listeners or a question from a listener. Uh, yes. Our first question comes from at the loaded couch. Our inner listener. Yeah. Uh, public service announcement. Announcement. Stay subscribed and stay tuned for a bonus episode of our Diary of the Mouth and questions from listeners in the coming weeks. Uh, so reach out and send us your emails to theloadedcouch at gmail.com. Tweets to at the loaded couch at scotchhound underscore LC, or at pigeon peg leg. Uh, what other specials do you want from us? Yes. So, so let's do it. That's right. You want, if you want Scotch to sing Jingle Bell for three and a half hours, mm. he'll do it. <laughs> That's right. Well, it might just be me singing the first verse and then just put it on repeat and then record it for three and a half hours. But <laughs> It's funny. You'll make it known. Like in the beginning, you go, <gasps> Jingle Bell. And it's like, at the end, it's like, <laughs> Jing- <laughs> I think this guy put it on repeat, or maybe we will live stream Kelk at King's Campus. Ooh, that'd be funny. <laughs> we should hack into a security system. Oh, that'd be great. Live Just watching him working and sweating. He's like sweating. Like, oh my god, it's so busy. <laughs> wearing like one of those uh, '80s uh, hair bands or headbands. <laughs> no, we just wear a hair. Sweating net. of the oldies. <laughs> wear a hair net. Get it all glistening <laughs> off great. his back hair. I'll just start learning how to hack stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh my gosh, I got to figure it out. Oh, what's your you meant to put a live link on our website for that? King's Gambit Public. Hack <laughs> <laughs> into it. Oh, good stuff. We could probably find out. I could probably find out the password. Yeah. <laughs> Laura, Laura, what's the password? King's Gambit. I give it to him. <laughs> No, just have to go on and figure out the uh, IP. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. One nine two one dot eight three. That's right. Done. Holy uh, hell. Stuff. All right. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to that, dude. I'm starting to starting to formulate that kit, that uh, podcast. Yes, for the uh, holiday season. Yep. Uh, all right. So yeah. Public service announcement, get your tweets, your questions, reach out to us with, uh, at emails, and uh, let us know what else you want to hear from us. What or even go to the website. Do. Maybe you can see Calc Picks. That's right. The load of couch at, uh, com. right? Yep, exactly. Okay. Uh, all right. Beer thoughts, Pidge, go. The Christmas sale. Yes, I like me some Christmas sales. I think if there's one season that I could pick out of all of them, I think it would be the Christmas holiday season. For the beers. That's your favorite? Yeah, I think so. Um, Because Fall's Pumpkin, and I like the pumpkin ales, but they can get tiresome. Okay. And I like the Christmas ales. They got the, you know, the the spiciness, especially what's remind me is the Yards. Yeah. uh, Washington mm -hmm. Porter. Yep. They have that spruce needles and stuff. Oh, it's so good. It's just like a variations between each one. A pumpkin is just like straight pumpkin Pumpkin. spice. Yeah. That's it. And then summer is, you know, your lagers and IPAs. And, 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 and like also in your line and Kugels and your 
And you and the falls and the springs, your goth, your goose, Billy. Goth, yeah. yeah, so the Christmas sales a yay, and then this Budweiser is it's I gotta st- this might be my regular beer, my go to beer. Hmm. You really gotta get a scotch. Okay. It's really keep good. an eye out for it. Budweiser black lager. Gotcha. And my Dunkin' Coffee Porter is a yay. All right, that's the show. As we kind of said in the question from the listener, uh, reach out to us at the little couch at gmail.com. Um, at, uh, at the little couch on Twitter at scotch underscore LC at pitch and peg like pretty much everywhere except for the sea of thieves. And, uh, let us know your feedback. Uh, if you want any other, like we said, any additional specials, uh, like we ha- will have a specials episode coming up soon. Um, we are on Patreon. If you want to check us out there, I think I have it set now, or I think it auto set to itself. I had it set to public, but I think it's set for patrons to be able to listen or Patreon members to be able to listen there. Um, so if you want, if you got any extra cash burn a hole in your pocket and it is the holiday or the season of giving, you can go ahead and give to us. Uh, but yeah, check us out at the page at Patreon at the little couch. Uh, otherwise we are on iHeartRadio Now, if this is where you're listening to us from, let us know. Uh, I'd like to see where we can find the most people from where we are or where they're listening to us from and stuff like that. Uh, or if you're just listening through us through SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever it is. Or website. That's right. Or the website. Let us know. Give us some feedback. Let us know where you're uh, coming in from. And uh, we'll give you a shout out when we hear from you. Uh, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch you next week. I hate coke.